Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Well, good evening. Welcome to The Sandful Show. Great to have your company this week as we approach round 17. Uh, good to have the week off, but always good to get back stuck into some local footy. Just a quick reminder as well, Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. So the Host Plus Sandful League, very much just warming up ahead of the finals. If you're feeling those game day vibes, nothing beats it. My name's Andrew Hayes. Great to have your company. And joining me for his debut in the chair, usually behind the glass, just uh, keeping SENSA breakfast afloat, is Jason Regan. G'day, Jason. G'day, Hazy. Yeah, it's a bit different to be out here. Uh, normally, I'm just watching in, uh, trying to keep you and Miles in check. Uh, but <laughs> That's course, an easy job. Well... Keeping you in check is, Fitzy not so much, but he's up for doing some work in Darwin, I believe, at the moment. Mm. So you're stuck with me, but love my sand for footy, as you know. Um, get around most weekends. I've called a few games this year. Absolutely love it. A long-suffering South Adelaide supporter from way back. And I've spent a lot of time at Oval Avenue this year watching the Eagles. So a lot of fun, that. And been that long, isn't it? What, 1964 or something like that since the South Adelaide last one? I was six months old when we last played in a grand final. Um, <laughs> in fact, Dad tells me still to this day it was the worst year of his life, 79. Oh, so There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was born and South Adelaide played in the grand final say, and got beat. Yeah. It's, it's a bit rough from the old man. He, uh, he doesn't hold back, my dad. It was yeah. purely football related. <laughs> 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 All right, big show coming up as well. And speaking of our guys who know Sample a bit better than most, we're going to speak to Paul Bonza. We're also going to speak to McGarry medalist Luke Partington very, very soon. Coming up next, though, we're going to catch up with Rory Lehman from the Woodville West Torrens Eagles. This is The Sample Show. Thanks to Host Plus. Stick around. Big show coming up. Chat to you really soon. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Hey, welcome back to The Sample Show. Andrew Hayes in with you, along with Jason Regan. And, uh, geez, we're looking forward to the footy coming back this weekend. Big game as well for the Eagles. Need to win this to stay alive and stay in the hunt for the top five. And we'll speak to one of the best uh, defenders in the competition. If not the best defender, then certainly the best-looking defender. I think that's fair enough, isn't it, Rory Lehman? Man, that is the kindest compliment I've ever got, I think. Uh, and I'll have to take it. Coming <laughs> from you, I'll take it. No, absolutely, you will take it. How are you, mate? How was your buy? Yeah, really good, mate. Um, I went back to Melbourne and actually I went snowboarding. And you should have seen the look on Sheeds' face when I told him that oh. when I was taking it. I oh, know. Uh, but I've got back in one piece and I feel good. As long as you so didn't go water skiing, go. mate. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same. 
Although, geez, these AFL blokes, they're, they're hurting us, Sanford guys, in our off-season as well, aren't they? Yeah, well, my mate, long story short, I actually did some water skiing back in the day, right in the prime age of 25, and then, bang, three groins ripped off the bone. So, yeah, if you're going to snowboard, if you're going to water ski, you need to know what you're doing. I'm assuming you're a, you're a seasoned snow vet. Uh, yeah, I've been a couple of times. I did do a little season over in Canada as well. Uh, in Banff, so I'm not I'm not horrible, but I am a bit rusty. Oh, I've been skiing too, but uh, Mount Theberton. So uh, <laughs> there's a there's a me-sized <laughs> hole in one of the boards down there, Rory. Don't go down there, mate. Hey, um, no, I'll stay away from there. <laughs> I want to know about the tackling bag down there at Oval Avenue before I get started, because Hazy, you know this as well as anyone. When certain people tackle you, it feels like. They just—they've got eight arms. They're an octopus. Uh, and I watched this bloke, Lehman, for the Eagles, and there is no escaping his clutches. When he lays a tackle on you, he is the proverbial octopus. Do you give that tackling bag a bit of a hiding at trainings, mate, or do you take on a teammate or two? Oh, you're talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking oh, about you. About... <laughs> I thought you were talking about Fernsey, mate. He's the one at training. I try to stay away from. Jack Ferns, when he gets you, he drills you. doesn't matter if it's at training or even game. He'll take you and your opponent down. But, yeah, I don't think I get too many tackles. But when I do, I try to stick them best I can. Well, normally you're the last the man standing. So if you don't, uh, if you don't <laughs> yeah. tackle them, mate, it's, it's an open goal, I guess. 100%. And, and, geez, do they let you know about it too. It's always in the highlight reel. If you miss that tackle, last line. It's just played over and over. So you have to make sure you stick them. All right, mate. Well, take us through some of the um, – uh, give us an insight into Jade Shetty. Not too much, obviously, but uh, mechanics of his game plan. Are you guys – I mean, is it, is it a top priority, rating defense number one? It is a top priority. I think until two weeks ago we were number one in the comp still, even though our form probably doesn't show it. Um, but, yeah, I, I absolutely love Shetty, and I love the way he goes about it. It is very um, role-driven the way – we go about it at eggs and we're probably having a look at our game plan a little bit over the last couple of weeks, seeing what works and what doesn't. Cause I think teams are starting to probably figure it out a little bit, but you don't want to change too much of what works. But um, the thing I love the most about cheese, it's always good person first footballer second. Uh, and that's why I think the culture is still fantastic down there. The vibes are still up and about. We're just not playing good footy and that's all right. That sometimes that happens and, and it'll come. And if it doesn't, you still got to be a good person first, especially in the community. So, yeah, big on that. Love that. Uh, I notice your partner in crime has been moved up the ground a little bit as well. Uh, Beacon's just gone up to provide some outside run. And if there's anything the Eagles have lacked so far this year, it's a bit of leg speed on the outside. So uh, the last game I saw the Eagles play, he was pretty good actually going up the ground. But do you get lonely when he disappears up the ground like that and goes for one of those searching runs where he sort of loses the compass and disappears? Uh, I told Sheds we need a little bit more run, and I'm happy to go up the field. And he said, Liam, you're staying deep. We're getting Beaks up there, mate. <laughs> but I absolutely love it. I think we need the ball in Beaks' hands as much as possible because his run and drive is so important to us. And, and he knows that. Um, and he's still working on his game and just keeps getting better and better each week. And I love to see it. I love to see him, the confidence growing as well. And he's going to be a, a big player to come in a few years and hopefully he can take that next step as well. Everyone I'm speaking to, and I think we're all saying the same thing, if you guys can get a ticket to the finals, you know what to do. And that's that's one of the biggest keys to success out of all of this. It's experience. Do you guys still feel like where you are right now, you can give this a red-hot crack? Yeah, absolutely. And we've spoke about that too. The belief's still there, and, and that's probably the number one word at the moment is the belief. But... 
Um, with such a tight comp, it, it does make it hard when you start getting to the back end and you need a win to play. Uh, you put pressure on yourself, really, and it's such a tight competition. I mean, there's some good teams out there with you. North Adelaide and Glenelg still at the top, and Crows going along nicely, and same with their AFL list being healthy. It doesn't doesn't help, but we think if we can, can slip in wherever that is in the finals, fourth, fifth, um, we'll really have a red or crack, and I don't think too many teams would want to come up against us, to be honest, on Adelaide Overland. And we'd have that mindset too. Uh, you're dead right. There's no one that wants to book in that elimination final against the Eags. Um, you can bet your bottom dollar about that. But it's not just been the top five or six teams this year that have provided uh, a bit of a, uh, a bit of entertainment for everyone. We were talking earlier on about uh, some of the teams down the list. We're seeing Central Districts pop up. Westies have been more than competitive, even though they've only won the one game. It's only been 10 or 15 minutes of footy that have cost them at times this year. And, um, I think the comp's about as even as I can remember it. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. Um, I know I've, I've come from the outside in the last couple of years, but I, I agree. I think the comp is in a really healthy situation. It's really tight, and you have to make sure you're on every single week. And if you're not, you really get found out because teams are coming to play, and everyone's got something to prove. And I think the more even it is, you know, the more hope and belief teams get as well that, that, that this can be their year. I mean, we saw last year South get to a prelim off fifth and every other team's probably watching that thinking, yeah, well, if we can slip in finals, we, we can really make damage to it. So, yeah, loving it at the moment. It makes it entertaining for a fan, at least. Yeah, absolutely does, mate. Uh, and when you guys are up and running, it doesn't matter where you are placed on the ladder. You're just a fun football club to watch. From your point of view as well, I mean, how are you enjoying your footy and how are you enjoying South Australia? You are a Victorian boy. Oh, yeah, I am a Victorian boy. I absolutely love South Australia, mate. I've got the beaches, the wineries, and the people are just a little bit happier over here, I think. I think it's the lifestyle. But, and everything's 15 minutes away. I mean, I was speaking to Jack Hayes the other day. He's gone over to Melbourne, as we know, with Saints, and he couldn't believe that you can sit in traffic for half an hour and not move. And I thought, that's Melbourne, mate. Absolutely. So, love it over here. I love the footy. I'm starting to get the body together as well, so... We've played 16 games this year, which is pretty good. And just, yeah, keep ticking along. And I think I found myself in a pretty fortunate club, fortunate job. Things just happen to work out. And Adelaide's here looking good on me, I think, mate. Very nice. And obviously um, tucked away with a companion as well. Roy, you want to tell us about something? <laughs> no, no companion, mate. I was waiting for this to come up. Uh, <laughs> Why do you think Why do you think this was on the agenda? Me asking you that. Uh, come on. It just, it just seems to always come up, I think. <laughs> I think people see a six-foot-four sample player and they just assume I'm locked down, but you'd be shocked, Hazy, apparently. Yeah. Well, I don't a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. on, uh, we, I'm we shocked. getting some sort of ad going here. Uh, we, can, we can arrange something. Uh, we get, can arrange something, get surely. Sw- get swapping. Absolutely, mate. New season of The Bachelor. Let's do it. <laughs> Stop going to the left. Go to the right. Oh goodness me! Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of um, stars via shows and all that sorts of things, what, what was it? Was it Maths? Big Sebby Gilhouse? How's he going? It was Maths, and Jesus, he tell you about it as well. He, uh, but he's got the personality for it. I can see why they picked him. He's very bubbly, very out there. He's got the confidence. He's got the swagger. Uh, if anyone's noticing, he looks very tanned in the middle of winter. I reckon we should be a little bit sceptical on that as well. I reckon that should be brought up on commentary. Right, a bit suspicious. Uh, the sun's been out, mate. I'm very suspicious on that. <laughs> I reckon he just gets his 15 minutes of vitamin D a day. But 
but he's a lovely guy um, and loved that he's, he's made his way into the side as well and some, playing some all right footy too. Two things Ruckman should not do. One is kick and the other is go on maths. That's not right. <laughs> None of that's fine. Yeah, I don't know what's worse, the kicking or the math. Shout out to the judges, mate. <laughs> uh, very good stuff, mate. Um, just a, you mentioned before work. You, you're working at the sample. You're doing some other things. Give it a bit of an insight into your personal life. What else is happening? Yeah, so at the sample, um, partnership and marketing coordinator. Also uh, PT on the side as well. F45 Kimman Park. A couple of mornings a week there. Um, and just trying to branch out a little bit in, as much as I can in, in Adelaide. So, um, yeah, just looking at other things. I'd love to get into media or something. Don't think I could do it as well as you guys can. Um, but, yeah, would love to go down that path a bit. And, and obviously, Adelaide being such a good place for networking, um, it's starting to open up some doors, which is exciting. Uh, mate, I don't want to sound inappropriate, but uh, you're too good looking for radio. I'll give you the hot tip. I have to get, I have to get in <laughs> front of the TV. My mum me I've got a face for radio, mate. <laughs> You'd look right on a 10 by 4 I reckon. Yeah, we can make that happen. Hey, mate, best of luck against the Crows this weekend. Uh, hopefully you guys can um, play finals footy because who knows what you can achieve if you do get a ticket. But uh, we've enjoyed having a chat with you and hopefully we'll do it again really soon. Thanks, Hazy. Thanks, Jase. Appreciate it, guys. There you go, Roy Lehman, who's just slotted in beautifully at the Eagles. He's a very, very good defender, very reliable defender as well. Always gets the big jobs and... Uh, from talking to some other people involved in the Eagles, Jade Sheedy and the like, absolutely pumped with his development over the last couple of years. The most important thing for the Eags, uh, the way that their philosophy is, as you heard from Rory himself, is a gun human. Uh, they rate that down there at Oval Avenue, and that's why they've been successful. They like to get a nice mix amongst their group in terms of people just being good people. Uh, and we can see it on the field. Even when the chips are down, they keep having a crack. Um there's nothing too much untoward that happens down there at the Eagle. They're a class, uh, the Eagles. They're a class organisation. And whether they make the, the finals this year or not, you can guarantee that under the regime they've got going on down there at Oval Avenue right now, they'll be back. No, they're, oh, they're so unbelievably consistent. Yep. If it's not finals, if, it's, if they're close to finals and they what, what they would call a rebuild, they do it on the run. So they never bottom out. It's no. actually unbelievably impressive to see. Um, speaking of uh, good humans, Paul Bonza. I'm going to speak to him next. SCNSA's very own leads a commentary team absolutely beautifully. We'll chat to him. So stick around. This is the sample show. Of course, we are doing it thanks to Host Plus. The Host Plus sample league is just warming up. So if you're feeling those game day vibes, nothing beats it. Back soon. On SCNSA, welcome to the sample show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus sample league is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Yes, welcome back to The Sample Show. Great to have your company this evening. Andrew Hayes, Jason Regan in with you for this week's show as we welcome Sample back after a bit of a bye as we start to get to the pointy end of the season. Um, Jason, everything's going well. Looking forward to the footy coming back this weekend. Can't wait for it, mate. I've enjoyed the SANFL this year. It's a tight comp. Uh, we still have no idea what the mm-hmm. final five is going to look like. I think we've got a rough idea who might be participating in it, but our next guest has been following it as closely as anyone. This is a bloke who probably knows more about Sample than most. I think that's very, very fair to say. Our top dog in terms of Sample commentators, I will say that, hosts the Eagles radio as well, amongst all sorts of other things he's doing around town. His name is Paul Bonza. Bonz, good afternoon to you, mate. Great to chat. G'day, boys, and thanks for having me on the show. Oh, mates, uh, we're probably overdue. It's been far too long between drinks since we've had a chat with you. Um, we've just been talking about the season so far, mate. Not so much of a recollection thing because we had a little buy, but 
Right now, we're seeing the top five somewhat tape shape. Uh, North Adelaide on top. From where it sits right now, do you think this is a good indication of where the teams are at? Look, it's, it's pretty close. It's been one of the best sample seasons for a long time. Um, the standouts for me, though, we, we called the North Eagles game at Prospect last uh, or before the buy, and North Adelaide are clearly the best team as far as I'm concerned. They just move the ball quicker than anyone. Their skills are, are quicker. They've got a very strong uh, midfield with the likes of Wig and Young and Coombe uh, and Harvey running through there. So uh, I think they'd be at the top of my favourites list at the moment. So you got North. North is the team to beat. They are the team to beat, in my opinion. And I've seen them a bit over the last month. So, uh, But, yeah, fresh off their win against the Eagles, they were just far too good for the Eagles. Mate, I tend to agree with you. I've seen them a couple of times this year, North. Uh, early in the year, they were impressive. A little bit of a flat spot, but they were, they've been pretty good in the last month, other than a little slip up to the Crows in Wyala, which would have been an interesting trip for them. But Nord, they're the ones that are coming. Uh, have you seen any of them in the last month? What do you make of those guys? Yeah, they're very good too. Um, obviously on a on a bit of a roll, won their last six. Um, my uh, co-caller on most weekends, Mark Ross, uh, he's a bit of a Nord man anyway, but he's, um, he's said to me about three or four weeks ago, they won't lose another game for the season before the finals. He, he did preface that. Yeah. So, and they're going that way. They're, they're playing some really good footy. Again, they've got a really strong midfield and they've had some guys stand up. Uh, Connor McLean up forward's been fantastic for them. Ben Jarvis just gives them a nice, uh, even, I guess, balanced look. They will miss Manny Pados, uh, Panos, who's out with a, a hamstring injury. But, um, yeah, they'll be around about the place too, Norwood. Expectations for the Crows. This is always an interesting time of the year. We still don't know exactly what's going to happen with Matt Crouch. What we do know is when he plays, he gets an absolute mountain of the football. But uh, I just sort of feel like with the Crows, you can't rely on too much because you don't know who's going to go in for surgery, who's going to put the season on ice. Right now, sitting third on the ladder. Bonds, do you think they're going to make or have any sort of impact in the finals? It is a really hard question to answer because we just don't know what the team's going to look like come finals time. You're 100% right, Hazy. Guys will go off for surgery um, once the, once the season's finished. You know, will they will they just have their young guys playing in the team? Will they hold back some older players? You know, will Matt Crouch play? Because that's a massive in for them if he does. I think there's too many unanswered questions. There, there are restrictions to how many AFL-listed players they can have in the finals as well. So, uh, look, I, look, they've played great footy all year. They deserve to be where they are. Um, uh, Mickey Godden's got them uh, playing some excellent footy in the sample. Um, I, yeah, not sure. They've got a big game this Sunday against the Eagles, which we'll be covering on SENSA, but uh, maybe that might answer a few questions this Sunday. Well, it might. You mentioned the Eagles, uh, obviously... I've seen a fair bit of them this year myself, Bonds, and they look a little slow, but I, I put it down to ball movement. I think the Eagles have got a real problem at the moment with the use of the footy. Uh, they're not a good ball-using side, but if they sneak in, do you see them as capable of doing some damage come finals time? I think if there's any side out of the top three that can win it, it's probably still the Eagles. I'd never write off the Eagles after uh, winning the last two flags. They just haven't had consistency with their lineup. This year, they've had injuries throughout the year. Tulpas has missed games. Connor Ballenden, who 
was an important piece to their structure this year after losing Jack Hayes um, before the season. Uh, he hasn't hasn't played many games as well. So, um, and they're going to miss Joe Sinor this week as well, who had a compound fracture of his uh, dislocation of his finger. So, which was a bit ugly um, last game with you know one finger pointing one way, and he could he could basically point two directions in the with the, with the same Andy. hand. It was an ugly uh, ugly. Ow ugly uh, injury so he'll miss this this weekend but um look i i just think they've been uh, they haven't had the balance all year they played some good footy in patches but uh really it's yeah i they still might make the five because they've got to play sturt and south in their last two games so if they get over adelaide then they play sturt the following week which will be basically for a spot in the five i think it's a nice little it's going to be a nice tussle for that last spot isn't it because the other one as well, like you mentioned, is South Adelaide, who are still two games and percentage outside of the top five. But uh, they'd still give it absolutely everything. And uh, your assessment so far from South Adelaide uh, this year, Bonds, it's probably a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, and, and a little bit... Um, they've probably been one of the unluckiest clubs <laughs> for the last few years. But again, they've had injury issues and lots of players. Oscar Brownless, who was brought in to strengthen their midfield went down um, before the season starts and he's not returning to the club, which is which is a little bit sad for the Panthers. But again, they've had injuries all the way through. Losing Bryce Gibbs hurts them massively. So, uh, yeah, it's it's. I think they're in a little bit the same as the Eagles. They've had lots of injuries throughout the year and, and it's just hard to match the better teams when you don't have your best players playing. Tell me about it, mate. As a long-suffering South man, the one year that Keegan Brooksby <laughs> doesn't get picked up mid-season draft time, and uh, we lose Bryce Gibbs and Oscar Brownless. So, ah, uh, next year. We've been saying that for 40 years, so we might as well continue on. <laughs> Still not out of it, though, the Panthers. Uh, yeah, I'll give them a, a silly chance. Yeah, and I word on some of the other teams as well uh, who aren't going to be a factor in the finals. The Dogs, my Dogs, Spons, uh, I mean, it's... Um, it's been. It was a long time, over a thousand days since the last time they recorded back-to-back wins, which they did a few weeks ago. But it still feels like there's some positive signs there and some good, solid players. I know that they're coached well, so there's some things to work with for the future. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they've um, and you've seen them been building throughout the year. Hazy again, we've called them quite a bit on SENSA, and they've they've been building and getting better as the season's gone on. So I think Paul Thomas will be happy with the development of the group. And I think they're going in the right direction, uh, the Doggies. So hopefully for Doggies fans, we'll see them competing in the finals again next season. Mate, uh, I've enjoyed watching them come good in the second half of the season, but uh, the story of this year for mine has been Westies. Look, I, I'm i a sucker for West Adelaide. Red, black, red and black. Uh, I reckon they've got some of the uh, the best dozen fans in the competition. They're just brave conditions down there at Richmond Oval uh, as often as they can. Or what is it these days? High Sense Arena, is that right? Call me a traditionalist, if you will. High Sense Stadium. Thank you, Bonds. Well done, Bonds. Um, Look, they have some young talent coming through. They're uh, they're under-16s and their under-18s are going reasonably well. Uh, Their biggest problem, of course, is retaining talent. We've seen a lot of their their older players move on into the country areas and go and get big coin there. But uh, losing Carmichael mid-season, obviously, was another one that hurt them, but They've got some. They've got some youngsters coming through, and they might just do some damage next season. Look, they do have uh, some very good juniors coming through. I, I think they're probably they miss a bit of experience as, as well. So I think somehow they've got to get some 
experienced quality players into the group. I'm not sure how you do that, where it comes from. Maybe, um, you know, some uh, AFL retirees. They've got to get some more strength and leadership within that group. Um, you can't leave it all to Keogh and, and uh, Hartlett. And, you know, they just need some more, I guess, stronger bodies to help out the development of these young kids. So uh, I might be another tough year for West Adelaide next year but again they've got some good juniors and uh, things can turn around pretty quickly. Uh, mate before we let you go as well a word on Port Adelaide yeah. and in particular some interesting thoughts from Barry Curtin who's obviously an absolute legend of South Australian media sport he's just a, he's always there he's the voice saying that uh, potentially you know the Magpies shouldn't be wearing uh, the traditional Magpies Guernsey in the sample when effectively it is a reserve side for the AFL how does that sit with you and what are your thoughts? Well, I mentioned this during our broadcast uh, last weekend um, that I, I'm of the belief, I, I, I'm with Barry Curtin here. I, I would like to see, because it, it started when we called Glenelg Port at the, start, at the start of the year. All their staff are wearing power polo shirts. All the warm-up tops have got the teal through it. So uh, I just think at times Port Adelaide choose to be either one club or two clubs. You're either one club or you're not. So I think get rid of the um, prison bar jumper in the sample, wear the away jumper, wear the silver black and white jumper in the in the sample, and then I'm sure eventually Port Adelaide will be allowed to wear their prison bars in the showdown. That gives it a bit of bit of prestige because you're wearing it in the AFL, you're wearing it showdowns. Maybe wear it a couple of times. Uh, in the sample season as well. Um, but I, I think they should just become the power. The Magpie logo is gone from their jumper now. Um, so, that, you know, the reference to the Magpies is almost gone. And I don't, yeah, I'm a bit, a bit with Barry Curtin. Let's protect their heritage. Um, and it's not just because they're having a losing season. I, I just think, uh, you know, have some clarity for their supporters, make them the power in the sample as well. And, uh, and then, yeah, use use the prison bar jumper in the AFL and for showdowns and give it the prestige it deserves. Very good stuff. Good thoughts there from you, Bonds. Uh, appreciate your time this afternoon, mate. So we love catching up with you. Um, you've got Eagles and Crows this weekend, yes? Anything else? Uh, Sunday, yeah. And Saturday, we are doing West and South Adelaide at Heisman Stadium. So uh, two games this weekend. Saturday, 1.30. Uh, Sunday is a 2.30 start. So... Uh, Tune in to SEN for all your sample coverage as normal. Very good stuff. There he is, the man who leads SEN's very good coverage of the sample. That is Paul Bonza uh, joining us this afternoon. So um, some solid thoughts. So just giving his uh, his thoughts on every side that's happening at, at the moment. And um, yeah, it, it seems like the top five is pretty much locked at the minute. But there'll be a nice little race for this fifth spot. It will be uh, Sturt for mine are the the wild card. If they get rolling, I still think there's enough talent on their list to do some real damage as well. But we just haven't seen it in the second half of the year. They've become a bit vanilla. Mm. All right, stick around. The McGarry medalist, Luke Partington, and we're going to speak to him next. And don't forget, Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Host Plus, sample league is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Well, nothing beats it. Stick around. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sample Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus sample league is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Oh, yes, spot on. In terms of Host Plus, an industry super sun for all Australians. So get around the good guys at Host Plus doing some fantastic things. Been a very big show. We've spoke to Paul Bonza as well. 
I uh, spoke to Rory Lehman from the Eagles. Now it's time to chat to an absolute star of the competition. He's a McGarry medalist uh, from the Glenelg Football Club. His name is Luke Partington. Pardo, g'day to you. Hello, fellas. How you going? Going very well, thanks, mate. Thanks for the chat this afternoon. Um, mate, you just uh, come off the bye. What'd you get up to? Yeah, well, I enjoyed a weekend off and um, just chilled out and actually went to the, the Crows game on um, Saturday night and they, they played well. But other than that, just relaxed. I uh, had a concussion um, you know, a few weeks ago. So, um, yeah, just resting up and, and gearing up for this weekend. I'm excited about this one, uh, chatting to Luke, because uh, Luke may not even know this, but I've been chatting about Luke for the better part of 13 or 14 years. I remember a a bloke by the name of Payson Murphy, which that name will ring the bell of Luke Partington, I'm sure, coming on uh, another radio station that I was on at the time saying, look out for this kid, Luke Partington. It was all about Jay Shannon back then from Tumby Bay. And then this kid, Luke Partington, came on the scene and did great things. Uh, your time in Tumby Bay, mate, it was it was dominated by Jay Shannon, but to have two players of that quality come through at roughly the same time is a rare thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Pacer, you know, he's done a lot of great things for you know, Tumby Bay and Amp Peninsula footy. And, um, yeah, I actually was fortunate enough to play a game of league footy against Jay when he was at North and I was at Norwood, so... Um, yeah, obviously he continues to play the game. Won a male medal at 16 as a you know, still a, a Colt um, playing under 16 as well. And won a male medal, so yeah, he could seriously play the game. Mate, some of the uh, other notable alumni from Tumby Bay. Who are some of the good footballers that come to mind? We had uh, Michael Coates yeah. from yep. Tumby Bay, um, Michael Curtis, um, both step players. Um, and and before that, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. We had Roger Dunn, who's a um, yeah, he's a fairly great player from Sturt, won a, a few premierships there um, in the '60s. And um, yeah, so for a, for a small little country town, we, we do a lot for ourselves. I'll tell you one who's adopted Tummy Bay, who doesn't necessarily come from there, but just up the road, big tractor prime from Norwood. Back go back to oh, the '90s. Yeah. He's uh, I think yeah, the, the so. leading goal kicker in country footy, isn't he? Yeah, sorry, I forgot about Big Tucker. Yeah, he's played at, at Tumby for... Yeah, we still have a kick in the bay, guys. He's been playing for the last 15 years. But, yeah, well, he, he won a leading goal kicking one year in Sample and, and then returned back home. So, um, yeah, it's, I guess he's obviously the the best goal kicker in country footy for a long time. And But it could have been interesting if he hung around Adelaide for a bit longer. He could have kicked a whole heap of goals in Sample. Gee, it's a gorgeous part of the world. Do you get home much? Uh, yeah, yeah, every now and then, uh, a few weekends when we get a weekend off footy and um, get back always over Christmas for a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, got got lots of close friends and all my most of my family back there. So um, yeah, always nice to get back and and relax for a few days. Mate, I could talk about the EP all day. It's my home patch as well. But I want to talk about the yeah. bays because uh, I guess if you're going to be from the EP, you might as well be down uh, there at. Little Roll Stadium. Have I got the name of the stadiums right? How am I going, uh, It's ACH. ACH, is it now? ACH I'll stuff now. that one up. Might uh, have, we might have to yeah. edit that bit, that bit out there, Pardo. We don't want to get anyone upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. We, we better get it right with the sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, not far away from the water there either at the Bay Oval. And, and they come out, the faithful, at the Bay Oval. Their supporters are as passionate as anyone in the Sandful, mate. They love watching you guys play. And you've just been quietly going about your business. Uh, we've been talking on this program probably for the last few weeks now about who the, the favourites are to win the competition. And 
everyone, for whatever reason, just doesn't have Glenelg in their favourites to win the comp right now, and I find that bizarre. Does that sit well with you, Pardo, being somewhat of an underdog? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're in a really good position and we've got um, three really important games coming up, um, you know, to finish the season. And, you know, we can we can finish top of the ladder, so if we can hit our best form um, leading into finals, you know, it's, it's right there for us. But, I mean, we're, we're not too worried about, you know, where other people there as long as we're doing what we need to do and we've got ourselves into a position to, uh, yeah, have an impact later on in the year, so... Uh, I guess we'll we'll see what happens in in a couple of weeks' time when when you know we get through these last three games. Jeez, you, you're not easing back into the season, are you? Up against North Adelaide, uh, looking forward to this matchup. I mean, how have you assessed their form? They're sitting on on top of the ladder. Is I mean, I I don't know what sort of answer we're going to get here, but is that where they deserve to be? Do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's such a close competition, as you know, and um, you know, North have lost a few. We've we've lost a few. We got belted, you know, two weeks in a row, and. Um, you know, Sturt got got beaten well a few times, so it's such an even even competition. And if you're not at your best, you know, uh, in the opposition are, you can get to put to the sword a little bit. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it's so even. And and um, at the moment, you know, top spot could also miss out on the top five. So where we're sitting at the moment, so um, yeah, it'll be a, a tough finish to the end and a big game against North Adelaide this weekend. So we're looking forward to it down at down at the bay and um, yeah hopefully we can we can have a good game mate you've won the uh, the Sandfuls biggest honour before or individual honour the McGarry medal and uh, we've talked a lot about who we think might win the McGarry this year as well um, obviously Riley Knight from the Eagles is pretty well up there but Matty Snook just alongside of you you've seen him first hand is he a chance to poll all right come McGarry night do you think yeah well he, he comes second by not much the last two years, so um, he, I expect him to be right up there. You know, he just he just plays his goal so well. He's in and under and, and gets his hands on the footy so often and, and just consistently putting his name up there. You know, he's not every week will he get votes, but he's giving himself every opportunity to get the votes. So, um, yeah, I'm expecting him to be right up there. He's had another good season, so I guess we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, we will wait and see what happens, but part I dare say that you'll steal some votes off him as well. Uh, proven vote getter, and uh, probably almost at least for one season could have had another McGarry medal around your neck. Uh, mate, you mentioned before that you're recovering from a concussion. Uh, take us through that, and also on top of that, just the attitude uh, from a samples perspective on how they deal with concussions now. Yeah, it was, it was just a little knock, just run into one of my teammates. Um, we clashed heads and, and we weren't looking, and um, yeah, it knocked me around a little bit, so certainly needed the week off and, and then the buy as well following that. So it's been, it'll be three weeks between games so I can rest up well. And yeah, I mean, we've got the 12-day protocol, which I think is great. Um, I think if you get a concussion, just wiping out that following week is a great strategy, which the sample have implemented from the AFL and just takes the pressure off players, you know, trying to play um, that following week. I think that's super important. So, um, yeah, we've, we've got some good steps in place to, to look after players in the sample at the moment. Have you had many concussions before, Pardo, uh, in terms of, um, you know, not just in the sample, but your AFL career before? And I seem to remember there's been a couple in the past. Do, do they cause you any concern long term? No, well, I actually only had my first one earlier this year um, from memory. So, And then I just got another one 
So I've had two this year, and I think that's all I've I've really had um, in you know, in my senior football career. So yeah, hopefully there's there's not many more to come, and and it doesn't become a long term issue. But I mean, if if you do get a couple more, you start to reassess whether you know it's worth worth playing footy anymore if if it does become an issue. So hopefully it doesn't get to that point though. Hey, just a word as well on maybe your forward line as a whole. I just love. I love the way that first of all, Lockie Hosey goes about it. He's just he's so exciting. He's he um I think you get a feel from what is going on emotionally from him by the way that he plays. He celebrates and everything else. And then on the other side of that is Liam McBean, who seems so measured and such a, a good guy just to watch. Um it must be fun kicking it to those boys. Yeah, yeah, they're they're two pretty exciting players and when they're at the best uh, they're gonna be very hard to stop. So hopefully we can, uh, yeah, get the best out of those two. And and Hosey brings such good energy to our side. So when he's at our best, um, our team will be at our best. So hopefully we can get get him at his um, best form over the next few weeks. Now you had to play the Crows recently, and um, one of your boys was picked up in the mid-season draft. Now. Can you run us through some of the sledges? Because there was some. There had to have been. Uh, can you run us through some of the sledges that are suitable for radio? Uh, well, no, I didn't actually hear too many. But Come on, Brady Pardo. Brady Selby lay me out. Uh, a pretty good one right in the middle of the ground at Glenelg Global, which was good to see. But uh, no sledging. I think, you know, um, Brett's, Brett's a good mate of ours um, from everyone at the club and and we want him to do well. You know, he got drafted as a as 26-year-old. And, and we want him playing in the AFL side. So um, to watch him come out in his first game, and he, and he had a pretty good game. And we obviously got belted, but it was good to see him, um, yeah, perform in his first game back. And hopefully before the end of the year, we can see him in the AFL side. Yeah, that'll be nice to see. I, I, I do hear stories of guys when they're playing their old clubs in a situation like this, of the club giving them... Absolutely nothing, which intimidates you even more. You're sort of waiting for this sledge or this sort of hit. Did you give BT the silent treatment? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but I think you know, he he's been drafted. Sort of, he's gone into an AFL environment. And I actually think it's the first time that you know this has happened with a, a player leaving the season and having to come and play against their old club this season. I mean, Luke Sermon. He may come up against Port Adelaide. He may have already done it, but that might be a bit of a different story. But um, yeah, you know, Brett. We want the Brett, the best for Brett. And um, there was a little bit of cheeky banter going on, but yeah, nothing too too major going on there. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Always a pleasure to chat with you. And gee, looking forward to this game against the Roosters this weekend. So, mate, hopefully we can speak to you again very soon. And no doubt Glenelg will make a big impact in the finals. Beautiful. Thanks for having me on, fellas. There you go, Luke Parkinson. What an absolute star he has been. One of those players that uh, the sample is lucky to have. So these Very. guys who, if if Luke Parkinson was playing in the AFL and he was clocking up his 150th game or 200th game, wouldn't be surprised at all. But one of those guys that finds himself playing for Glenelg and we are richer for watching him play. We're very lucky to have a player of that quality, that standard, and being able to pass on his knowledge to the younger boys down at the Bay. And that's why we see them always perennially up there as well. We've talked about that with the Eagles before. Um, similar sort of story down at the Bay, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, look, uh, all in all, um, I, I think Glenelg are as good a chance as anyone. Um, for the, those teams that are still in the shooting game, they've got experience at the business end of the season too. Yes. And we all know how it went grand final day for them last year. So if that didn't smart 
uh, then they're not doing it right. Yeah, well, they've got unfinished business. Uh, the way that it all unfolded last year, they'd be sort of sitting back and looking at that was a, an opportunity lost to take no credit away from the Eagles because they are just now uh, finals performers off the back of uh, a couple of interesting years where they could get to the penultimate round but not get the job done. They absolutely know how to do it. They just need to get themselves a ticket. Um, Jace, a bit of a quick look at round 17. Get your thoughts on some of these games. First of all, the Dogs taking on the Red Legs. That's going to be... On Saturday at Elizabeth, it two. would be too much of a job for... Um, dogs are going pretty well, but not a red hot. Two relatively informed teams uh, when we talk about the dogs there. But, I mean, the uh, the red legs should be too strong. Love that midfield battle, though. And looking forward to the ruck battle. If big Billy McCormack's uh, in any sort of nick, that'll be a ripper. Absolutely. West Adelaide taking on South Adelaide. Uh, West Adelaide have been threatening for a long time to get a win. They finally got their win against Port Adelaide a few weeks ago when they were seriously undermanned, but... South Adelaide for me, even though it's at High Sense Stadium. Should be a South game, but as a South supporter of many years, these are the sort of games we lose. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, for your other supporters, your other mates, hopefully uh, that trend doesn't continue. This is the game of the round quite easily. This is 1v2. Uh, Glenel taking on North Adelaide. That's going to be at ACH Group Stadium. Gee, I don't know which way to go with this. I mean, you probably think, well, North Adelaide are the top side for a reason. It's only a percentage that separates the two, and it's a fortress down at Glenelg as well. It's going to be a ripper. It will be. Um, again, you talk about the midfield battle, and that's where games are won and lost, we know. But, look, I love Glenelg's forward line. Um, that said, I love the Roosters' defence as well, and I reckon that there's going to be a host of matchups there worth paying the price of admission. I've, just, I've seen North Adelaide a couple of times this year, and... If they're not the best team in the competition, they're very close to it. I'm going to tip the Roosters just. Just. Close game, no doubt. Uh, next one, Sturt taking on Port Adelaide. Uh, that's happening at Unley. So that's on Saturday afternoon as well. Uh, like we say every week, it's going to depend on who plays for Port Adelaide. We just sort of wonder, and as it stands today, we'll get the teams tomorrow for the AFL side, but does Bryn will go back into the AFL side I um, mean, does Orazio Fantasia go in or does he play again in the sample? So some big questions and big decisions to be made there. But maybe even either way, I'm probably going with Sturt, given it's at Unley as well. Yeah, I think Sturt. Uh, they've got a, a probably more to play for, as silly as that sounds. I mean, the AFL side's out of the running as well. So those those guys that are coming back through uh, as part of the Magpies there, what exactly are they playing for? Not to get injured, another contract? Yeah, uh, I think Sturt. Mm. Last game of the round, Eagles taking on the Crows. That is happening on Sunday. That's going to be, obviously, at Woodville Oval. Um, Eagles, for me, just to keep their season alive, they're too much of a, a champion outfit with so many consistent players, so well coached, to drop any of these games that they should win. And I know, technically, the Crows were going as favourites because they're above them on the ladder. But once again, we sit here and we wonder what happens with AFL selection. Well, we do. And I'll tell you what, if you go back and you track the Crows' performances and they're really bad ones this year in the SNFL... Uh, there's been probably three of them that I can remember. They've all fallen on senior side away games. And where are they going this week? They're heading to Perth. So with that said, the Eagles for me. So meaning that they could take some emergencies along extended squad. Yes. Boys. Yeah, and they will definitely do that to Perth. Mm. So uh, given Optus Stadium, we know they'll have a light captain's run there and who knows who goes down on that surface. So... Um, yeah, they'll, they'll take a few over there with them. So the Eagles for me. All right, footy's back. Round 17, uh, ahead of two more rounds, 18 and 19, before we start getting into the finals. Um, your little debut as well, Jace. Good work. It's been work. a lot of fun. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's uh, different on this side of the glass, I tell you. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, it, it's always 
Great to talk South Australian footy. The SANFL, I think, is... Well, it is. It's the premier competition outside of the AFL. We love watching it. I love getting to it. Uh, I love seeing some of the stars run around and... We'll be doing the same again this weekend, mate. All right. Um, we'll do it uh, all again this time next week as well. So tune in for that. This has been The Sample Show. Thanks to Host Plus and Industry Superfund for all Australians. If you get an opportunity, go out, catch some local footy. Enjoy. Have a great weekend. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.